the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is sponsored by Courageous Christianity, a public nonprofit ministry equipping Christian warriors for the spiritual battlefield. The intersection of our faith and the world is a battlefield strewn with debris of a fallen world. It challenges even the hardiest souls. And yet, this intersection is the context of our faith. As courageous Christian warriors, we must navigate this difficult terrain in our personal walk and as we seek to bring Christ to those who are lost and struggling. As a colonel in the Marine Corps Reserves with numerous combat deployments, Richard Mendelow has walked dangerous ground in peacetime and in war. Join us for the next 30 minutes as he and his guests shed light on this critical intersection on spiritual combat and on the rules of engagement for courageous Christianity. And here's your host, Richard Mendelow. Friends, welcome and thank you for joining us on Courageous Christianity. This is your first time to listen. Welcome. And if you're a regular listener... Thank you for coming back. As always, I'm joined by Christy Stratton, my tireless wingman. Uh-huh. Hello, everyone. What happens if I'm tired today? Well, she really <laughs> is tireless because I emailed her notes for the show last night at about 1 a.m., and she actually responded right away. There you go. So, That's what I do as a wingman. Tireless. Friends, today we're going to continue in our series on voting and faith. The upcoming presidential election is in the heart of the struggle that we face as courageous Christians. And it's less than two weeks away. Sadly, many Christians are going to sit on the sidelines. They're going to be spectators in this important struggle to save the soul of this nation. I fear that some Christians will succumb to the pressure of the media, succumb to pressure from corporations and from politicians and from friends and from family. They will be spectators in their own lives, doing and thinking as they're told to do and think. And I pray that some of us will view this time as a chance to bring our faith to bear on the world. So, in the next 10 days, we must each make a choice about which of these people we will be. Now is the time to decide and to make our election plans. And today on Courageous Christianity, Christy and I hope to provide some additional insight into this choice. Before we begin today's conversation, I must remind you that as a colonel still serving in the Marine Corps Reserves, I have to preface my comments by saying that these are my personal views and they do not necessarily represent the Department of Defense or the Department of the Navy. Please pray with us. Heavenly Father, help us today to discern your will for our lives. Help us to sort through the many pressures which influence us and allow us to find you in every situation. Though things seem complicated with your word, they are simpler. Help us to know this, O Lord, to think right thoughts and to choose right actions, that you may be glorified, that your will may be done, and that our nation may continue on the path to restoration. 
We pray for the United States of America and for the opportunity that we have in your Son, Jesus Christ, in whose name we pray. Amen. So friends, the week before last, we talked about some of the amazing changes which are taking place in this nation, from prayer marches through the nation's capital, attended by the vice president, to the appointment of conservative jurists. And I said that we are on the eve of a decisive victory. Last week, we talked about voting with a clear understanding of the context of our vote. We talked about Marxists and other liars. We talked about the historical implications of totalitarianism. We talked about the individual power that we have to change things with our vote. Today, we're going to talk about simplifying things. In the introduction, I mentioned three groups of Christians in America. I said there are those who are spectators, and they will console themselves by saying, God will sort this out. I said there are those who will submit to the influence of the world and will forfeit their chance to fight for their faith and for their country. And I said there are those who will seek to do God's will. But among each of these groups, there are those who are nervous and confused. And I get that. I've said this is a battlefield, and I know firsthand that combat is confusing. We have been bombarded with manipulations for a long time, and it can be hard to see a clear path. So for those of you who are nervous about how to vote, there is a ton of help available. I voted early on October 13th, and the voting place was full of people who were just so ready to help, not because I was going to vote one way or another, but because they're patriots, and they wanted to help their fellow Americans to exercise their right and responsibility to cast a ballot for the future of this nation. So as Christy mentioned last week, you can go to myfaithvotes.org. And there's a lot of help available there. That's a wonderful site. It's a wonderful site. Yeah, fantastic information. Bipartisan gives you platforms, talks about what each candidate supports. I think it's, we must be educated. Yeah. It really does a great bipartisan effort at that. uh, It's a great point. There was a bit of a line to vote. And as I stood in line, uh, the lady behind me had a printout of the various candidates and their platforms. And I had wished that I had that. So for those of you who are nervous, there's lots of help available. Please don't be nervous. Also, HarrisVotes.com. HarrisVotes.com. You can even see wait times there. And I was looking at wait times in Harris County. So you can, you know, if you don't want to, you know, wait around for an hour and a half. Yeah. (laughs) There's Um, lots of options. 24-hour voting, too. I stood in the sun, and a lot of people were complaining because the line was quite long, about an hour And I just couldn't bring myself to complain because I thought about the kids that we send to Iraq and Afghanistan who stand in 120 degree heat with 100 pounds of gear on, and they don't complain, so neither did I. But for those of you who may be confused, I want to spend the remainder of the show speaking to you because... As I said, it's easy to get confused. The devil has always used confusion to lead us away from the simple truth of God's love. And we're going to simplify things today. Think about this, Genesis chapter 3, verse 3. The very second God had created man, woman, they're in the Garden of Eden. Here comes the serpent. And he just confused things. He said, did God really say not to eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil? So, 
It's about obfuscation. And if you remember a couple months yeah. ago. I, <laughs> that word. I, you like that word. I love that word. <laughs> it means to intentionally muddy. Yeah. So that's been going on. And so a lot of us are confused. And we're going to simplify that today as we talk about keeping the main thing the main thing. And we said the other day that Chrissy likes tautologies. <laughs> One of her favorite ones is if you want to stop the madness, stop, stop the, the madness. madness. Right. I know. I'm, I know. <laughs> so obviously she's rubbing off on me because I'm saying keep, keep the, the main, main thing, thing the, the main, main thing. thing. And the main thing is for even Mike, the producer, is looking at me and wondering what the heck we're talking about. <laughs> and we're saying it in unison. <laughs> right. Why is this important? Because combat is confusing. It's smoky, it's dusty, and it's easy to lose your way. It's easy to get sidetracked with the cause de jour, whatever the media wants us to be sidetracked about. Oh, boy. Uh, one day COVID's the worst thing on the planet. The next day hurricanes are the worst thing on the planet. Then on the third day, it's Capitol Hill and Senate confirmation hearings that are the the focus of everything. And all of that is to keep us away from the main thing. And the main thing is faith. So what does that mean for us as Christians? Well, in Afghanistan, as we were preparing, I told my team that when things get really rough, just exercise brilliance in the basics. Do the basic things. So for a Marine, those are shoot, move, and communicate. That's how you fight. And for us as Christians, the basics are faith in God's word. Religious freedom is the foundation of this nation. They're trying, the forces of evil, to distract us from that. Absolutely, they are. And they're being successful for a lot of people. So a lot of people are looking at this election and they're thinking it's about identity or they're thinking right. it's about this person's personality or this tweet or that and tweet. Arguing against each other because of who we like when they're not looking at their, right. their faith. Dude, yeah. can you say dude on the radio? I'm not sure. <laughs> but it's like... Well, you just did, so it's okay. I just did. <laughs> While this is going on, this distraction, this whole Star Wars, these are not the droids you're looking for stuff, what's really happening? And what's really happening is... Obfuscation. Nice, obfuscation. <laughs> right? Our religious freedom is under attack. The enemies of this nation have confused things. So right now the media wants us to think that this election is about race. It's not. The media is about race. But for us as Christians, it's simple. All lives matter. Mother's lives matter. Baby's lives matter. Happy lives matter and sad lives matter. The evil forces in this world are manipulating events to promote evil. Don't be a part of it. Go above it. Faith comes first. Remember we talked about Culture and politics are all downstream of faith, and it's our turning away from God and that faithlessness that's got us in this mess. So God's truth is above it all, and he says, love your neighbor as yourself. You can't be a Christian and hate anyone. Right. As a Christian, you can't be a racist. You can't be anti-Semitic. You can't look down on the opposite sex. If you do, you're not a Christian, and the love of Christ is not in you. In fact, the Bible actually says, don't play favorites. Look around you. People are hardly even playing favorites. They're just all out. I'm for my team and I don't care what happens to your team. Right. So God says, love your neighbor. And that means wanting the best for them. And these are our countrymen. So don't get involved in any of it because what's best for our countrymen is faith. It's the foundation of this nation. And I have a piece that I'd like to read to you. It's from George Washington, 1796 farewell address. 
And here he is with all of his experience, having just formed this amazing nation and served as president for two terms. And he says this, of all the dispositions and habits which lead to political prosperity, religion and morality are indispensable supports. In vain would that man claim the tribute of patriotism who should labor to subvert these great pillars of human happiness, these firmest props of the duties of men and citizens. So it's absolutely not about all of these things the media wants us to believe. It's about faith. Bottom line, you can't trust the media and you can't trust politicians because they're human. And unless you miss the first 2,000 pages of the Bible... Humans are the problems. Uh, regarding politicians, my dad used to have a funny expression. He would say, as a politician, I have scruples, and if you don't like them, I have others. <laughs> so, look, these are people. Scruples of the day, whatever pleases you, right? <laughs> right. What does all this mean? Keep the main thing the main thing. We must stay focused on what God says is the main thing. Example, God says about Israel, those who bless you will be blessed and those who curse you will be cursed. It's the main thing. What does that mean? It means we have to support Israel, that we will be blessed. Why do you think this nation is so amazingly blessed? So as a Christian, can you vote for somebody who undermines the security of Israel directly or indirectly by supporting or inflaming those who swear her destruction? I don't think so. And yet many politicians in this country routinely undermine Israel geopolitically or economically or spiritually. And even worse, there are American Jews who vote for those politicians. So how does that work? I'll tell you how it works. They've lost sight of the main thing. The main thing is faith. Remember there was that election, was it Ronald Reagan? Uh, maybe, Mike, you remember this better when he says, it's about the economy, stupid. Remember, was that 1980, Reagan? It's about the economy. Because if people are making money and if people are prosperous, then they forgive a lot of evils. Right. Things are so bad in this nation that it's actually not about the economy. It's not about COVID. It's not about any of these things, although they're all very serious it's about faith, and it's about each of us serving God and this nation by voting faith. Loving our neighbor requires that we do this. So what of all the disharmony? God values unity in the truth, and there can't be unity in the absence of truth. Seek unity, not separation. Right. So vote for candidates who speak the truth. Right. That truly is loving your neighbor. As I think about it, these... Wolves, these politicians have preyed on our brothers and sisters who are struggling, and they don't even realize that they have become grist for this political machine. And, and grist is an interesting word. It's something that, you know, wheat that becomes flour, and it's also people who serve an ulterior purpose. Mm. So these people who are struggling have just become political props and yeah. pawns, and that's not love. Mm-mm. And so our vote for truth means not allowing that. Martin Neimuller was a Lutheran minister during the Second World War, and he said of the Nazis, first they came for the socialists, and I did not speak out because I was not a socialist. Then they came for the trade unionists, and I did not speak out because I was not a trade unionist. Then they came for the Jews, 
and I did not speak out because I was not a Jew. And then they came for me and there was no one left to speak for me. So friends, it doesn't matter who's being manipulated. It's the fact that brothers and sisters are being manipulated. And it doesn't matter whose head is on the chopping block today because it will be yours tomorrow. So our opportunity in less than two weeks, approximately 10 days, is to vote in a way that makes a difference. And because it's too impossible to sort out the furball of lies that's been forced down our throats, we have to just keep the main thing the main thing. And that main thing is God's truth, what he says important. We must vote our faith, but first and foremost, we must make a plan to vote. And a lot of people leave that to the last minute. So I encourage the listeners to get to myfaith.org. Uh, I vote myfaith.org. Can't remember it. And make that plan and then vote their faith. Yeah, that's important because I have to put myself on report when I did uh, vote. There were some local uh, questions on the ballot for which I was not prepared. And I walked out of there thinking I could have done a little bit better of a job by researching those local issues. So Christy's absolutely right. Myfaithvotes.org. And make a plan. Throughout that in harrisvotes.com too, you can find your sample ballot. And so you can find out what's on the, the ballot so that you can research it before you go in. Absolutely. Set aside, set aside time for that. Absolutely. Uh, in the Marine Corps, we say, fail to plan, plan to fail. And this is too important for us to fail. And that is the truth. And that brings us to the moment of truth. Our moment of truth today comes from the book of John, chapter 1, verse 5. The light shineth in darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. Friends, this election is about the light that we as Christians can shine into the darkness. It's about the soul of this nation. It's about religious freedom. It's about the truth of the Bible. It's about our Constitution as written by our founding fathers as they sought to establish a nation under God. It is also about those who attack that soul, that freedom, that truth, that Bible, and that Constitution. And it's about those who can be trusted to defend it. That is it. It's that simple. If that is lost, nothing else matters. Simply ask, what does God value and vote for those who support that? And don't be fooled by wolves in sheep's clothing who pretend faith when it suits them. Look beyond their words to actions which benefit or assault the kingdom of God. And remember, throughout history, God has used some strange characters to do his will. So it's not about identity or personality. It's about the truth of God. Talking about wolves in sheep's clothing, it reminds me that my grandmother once described this lady who was wearing much too tight clothes, that she was a sheep in lamb's clothing. But I digress. <laughs> a little bit, you think? <laughs> I digress a little bit. So it's about the truth of God, and that begs the question, where do we find that truth? We find it in the Bible. God says that the Bible is his inspired word. Vote for those who fight for the Bible's truth. God says that every life is sacred. Vote for those who protect every life. God says that family is the building block of his kingdom. Vote for candidates who support biblical family. 
God says that Israel is his chosen nation and that those who bless Israel will be blessed and those who curse Israel will be cursed. Vote for people who support Israel in policy and practice. Vote your faith because without faith, there is nothing of value but the petty maneuverings of petty men. Our founding fathers thought faith to be indispensable to the happiness of this nation. Vote for those who protect faith and the First Amendment, which says, Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof. Friends, without religious freedom, this nation will cease to exist. Man must first be afforded the opportunity to defend his soul and second the opportunity to defend his person. Do not vote for anyone who thinks government grants rights to people and would disarm those who seek to defend themselves from those same governments. That is like establishing a halfway house for recovering thieves next door and then leaving your house unlocked. It makes no sense to anyone but the thief. Keep the main thing the main thing, and faith is the main thing. The more corrupt men and women seek to confuse God's truth, the more we must ask the simple question, does this strengthen or weaken the kingdom of God? Remember when we were talking about heroic faith, our heroes from the Bible all acted for the kingdom of God. It's that simple. Just ask, is this biblical or is this constitutional? If it is not according to the Bible or the existing constitution of the United States of America, written by men who understood despotic behavior and who risked their lives and their fortunes to remove this nation from the yoke of despots, then don't vote for it. Lastly, each of us can make a difference. If you don't believe that, then you have already begun your slow and lonely walk toward enslavement. We can each make a difference. You can make a difference. It is never wrong to do the right thing. As Edmund Burke said, the only thing necessary for evil to triumph is that good men do nothing. The time for doing nothing is past. Look around. What we're doing isn't working. It stopped working when we turned away from God. The answer is to turn back to him and to vote those into office who will support that effort. Each of us can be that man or that woman right now where we are by voting. Friends, as we wrap up, let me remind you that your vote is a weapon. Don't be deterred in the belief that this nation is great, and don't be deterred in your belief that you can play a critical and heroic role in the defense of this nation. The forces of evil pull down statues of great men because they want to convince you that there is no individual greatness and that individuals can't make a difference. And that's a lie. Anytime they protest too much, it's like that Shakespeare saying, when I guess maybe it was Lady Macbeth, she was saying, I'm not a murderer, I'm not a murderer. And Shakespeare said, the lady doth protest too much, methinks. Right there. <laughs> Right, so what are you pulling down that statue for, really? Yeah. And the answer is because you're afraid that we are going to look up and see somebody motivating somebody who lived their lives the best they could in that time, and they don't want us to be like that. It's more confusion. It's more confusion. Each of us can be like that. Your heart committed to God is your first and best weapon. Your Bible is your second best weapon, and your vote is your third best weapon. And that is courageous Christianity. May God bless and keep the United States of America. Amen. 
So friends, Courageous Christianity is a public ministry equipping Christian warriors for the spiritual battlefield. Your support is what keeps us on the air and sustains our ongoing efforts. Should you want to contribute to this ministry, you may do so by texting the amount you'd like to donate to 281-800-4940. That's 281-800-4940. For a donation of $25 or more, we'll send you a signed copy of my book, Right Makes Might, 40 Days to Courageous Christianity. Again, you can text to give $25 or more to 281-800-4940, and you will receive a signed copy of my book, Right Makes Might, 40 Days to Courageous Christianity. We're grateful for your listenership and for your support. And if you want to catch previous episodes of Courageous Christianity, you can listen to them at kkht.com under the Programs tab by selecting Podcasts, and looking for Courageous Christianity with Richard Mendelow. And should you want to reach out to us, we can be contacted at CourageousChristianity at gmail.com or 281-656-1833. Thanks for joining Christy and me today. We are honored to walk with you in Christ. God bless and semper fi.